Hey guys, the chicks here. Did you know that John Renault has evolved into the world's leading international manufacturer of wigs, hair pieces, and hair extensions? We can't say enough good things about all of their pieces. From their comfy monofilament caps to silicone napes, they have tons of options available that will fit everyone's style and budget. They offer pieces with synthetic, HD, and human hair, which comes in dozens of styles, lengths, and colors. If you have any questions about what type of John Renault piece to pick up or how to care for it, make sure you watch our Instagram live with Emily from John Renault's education team for all the juicy wig info. Go follow them on Instagram at John Renault or visit their website to find a retailer near you. Hello, all you bald and balding people, and welcome back to Those Bald Chicks, your favorite alopecia podcast. I'm Kristen, and I'm here with Paige and Amanda. This week's episode is going to be about the competitive nature in the alopecia community and online confidence. Basically, are you bald enough? Question mark. (laughs) Question mark, question mark, question mark. I feel like this topic is very important just because we've probably talked about it here and there in different episodes, but it's always happening 24 seven. Everybody loves to post on their own account. I mean, I'm one of those people. I like telling all of my sad stories (laughs) about my hair loss and how much I miss my hair and stuff. But I think it's important to know the difference of just doing it because you feel like it and you want to, and then doing it because you feel pressured. So it's really important to just talk over. So I'm going to start off with a little blip, a little story that I found online, and then we'll get into it. So why is everything a competition? A friend shares a story about something and someone right away interjects with their own story of a similar situation. It's small things like that, small remarks that bring a competition into motion. This overtakes our lives and we stop communicating with everyone and start constantly competing. When you hear something that you connect with, it can grow a friendship. On the other hand, if you hear something and then ignore the rest of the story because you're waiting to interject with your own story, you're no longer building a relationship. You're fighting for the better story. It's important every once in a while to let yourself sit back and listen to someone. Really listen openly and completely. I will say that I am absolutely guilty of interrupting people in the middle of their story, but I don't do it because I feel like I have to one-up somebody else. I'm like, oh, I can relate to the thing that you're saying. Like, here's my experience, like similar experience. I am very aware that I do it and I can't help it. Like, it's basically I do it. I'm like, shit, I should have just waited. So I'm working on it. But I'm very aware that I do that. 2022 resolution. Yeah, that's add that to the resolution list. We just talked about resolutions and now we're talking about more resolutions. (laughs) I feel like everybody's guilty of it though. Everybody's guilty of feeling pressured because somebody else is making big moves in their life. It's not even hair loss and it's just in general. Like, Uh you know, somebody is doing something before the other person or traveling more than the other person or whatever. And everybody compares themselves, their lives to other people's lives. And I feel like it's so important to not let anybody else's lives get in the way of you living yours. And social media can be so bad for that because most people are posting the perfect pictures, not the like, you know, they're fighting with their husband or like, you know, their dog is at the vet. Nobody's posting this shit, right? Like. So of course you're looking at these people being like, why is their life so great? Mine's falling apart. Yes. And it's like, okay, but they're, they're posting the good. Yeah. And I think the thing about social media that people need to realize too, is there's been countless times where I am laying in bed on a Sunday until three o'clock and I 
post a post and I was not wearing that that day. That was a week ago. And I just thought I looked cute a week ago because my mental health was better a week ago. So I took some pictures of myself. But that day that I decided to post it, I was feeling like shit about myself. So people need to realize that you can literally manipulate your social media to look and be whatever the hell you want. That's why it's Uh so toxic. And once you find a good kind of like middle ground of not basing your life off of people or not, I guess, feeling pressured that you need to post more pictures of yourself bald. That's a thing. Like for the hair loss community to begin with, I mean, I remember when I posted my first post about coming out as an alopecia, I was terrified. And then I didn't really want to talk about it other than that. And then I was like, "Uh uh-oh, but I have to because now everybody knows. And you know, what's really interesting that Damon just said to me today was I went to a funeral on Friday and I wore a wig without a hat or a head wrap or anything like that. And it's been a while since I've gone in front of family that I haven't seen in a while. Cause a lot of that family I haven't seen in like years. So, I mean, they know that's the thing is they know I have alopecia, but I was paranoid and terrified because I'm like, this doesn't look real on me. Like this does not look like my hair, even though they know I wanted them to think, wow, that's really good hair. It doesn't look fake, but they know it's fake. And I was sitting there and I was like, that is the alopecia part that I feel that is restricting me from what it looks like on my Instagram. I always post all of my wigs that I have a plethora of, but I am terrified to walk out of the house with bangs, with a hairline that's showing. I'm terrified of it. Isn't that crazy? Because I went to Nova Scotia, which is across the country from where I actually live. And I don't know a lot of people there. So it was to do my grandfather's funeral stuff. But it was so interesting because it's like, no, I'm not bringing different wigs. No, I can't go in a head wrap. And it was just like such a weird mentality to have after having the year I just had of all the awareness and different wigs and head wraps and feeling comfortable with myself to like, no, 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 I could never, I will wear the traditional one. So I look same. normal. And I'm I was like, way. what the hell is happening? Yep. And I was like, I don't have time to dive into that, but I'm like, that is something we're coming back to. Put I'm a pin same, in it. Yeah. I'm the same way just because I have so many different colors and yeah. I'm like, I change it all the time when I'm in my house. I'm blue. I'm red. I'm brown. I'm blood. Like it's literally constantly changing in the house outside of the house. I'm like, my neighbors are going to see me in a red hair, short do one day. And then the next day I'm walking out with green, long hair. I'm like, I don't want to deal with that in my head. My head doesn't want to process it. So I'm like, I'm just going to wear the same color every single time I leave the house. And it's like a thing that I can't get past, but I I know it's weird. And what ties into the competitive nature of it is I see people online all the time going out in different wigs and going out in public and out to eat and doing this and doing that. And I'm sitting there like, for whatever reason, it's really hard for me to just switch it up that often. I do it in my house, but it's really hard for me in public. It's a crazy thing. And I kind of blame that on social media just because I see people doing it and it's the competitive nature of it, you know? Thinking we have to be further along in our journey than we are. Because like, I also think, you know, like 19 years I've gone doing the same thing, hiding. And now it's 20 years that I've been bald and I had this whole revelation last year and I still couldn't do it out over there. Like, that's just crazy to me. So one day we'll get in there. (laughs) That's what I think. I I always talk to Damon about it too. And I'm like, am I ever going to feel comfortable going out in public with my patchy hair? 
I literally shaved my head yesterday because I was trying to grow out my hair. I hated it. I hated the awkward stage. Half of my hair was sticking straight up. Half of my hair was laying flat. And I'm like, I can't look at myself in the mirror like this. So I shaved my head yesterday. And I was like, this makes me feel so much better. But I would never just walk out the door. (laughs) That makes me laugh because I'm sitting there like, I can't imagine the amount of people that would stare just because I'm not fully bald. I have patches all over my head. That is so different. I've seen people with universalis out in the world. I've seen, you know, bald people out in the world. I have never, not once, seen my type of head out in the world. And I think that's why it's hard for me to cope with it. That's why it's hard for me to walk out the door. Oh, it's the worst. <laughs> it, it, Yeah. Yeah, I still, since that one time I went out bald, I still haven't been able to go out of my house bald. It's too intense. It's too much for me. My little heart can't handle it. <laughs> and then there's me that I'm just like, I don't care. Some Most days I don't care. But I mean, now it's too cold to do. But but most of the time I'm just like, what? Go ahead. Look at like, I just, you know, I genuinely just don't care. Or it's too hot or uh, whatever, whatever it is. I do get people that like, stare at me or look and like will come up to me and ask me a stupid question. And I give them a stupid answer, especially if they're rude. But I just don't care. But it's interesting what you were saying, Kristen, with social media. Like, you know, you don't really know like what people are going through. And like Paige, what you said, you know, I took this picture a week ago when I felt cute. I made a post two weeks ago or so this point it'll be you know when this comes out it'll be longer but I have not been okay mentally for like a month it's you know I've had days where I've like you said Paige like I just lay in bed all day and just do nothing like I don't respond to texts I don't answer phone calls just whatever and that's happened a lot more lately but like I made a post basically saying like you know what you guys see versus you know what I've seen lately and I think that's important to say because you don't know if someone else is going through the same thing and you know like don't feel like you have to you know post what you want and sometimes like you guys post a lot, which is not a judgment. I'm just saying like you guys on Instagram post a lot. And I'm like, I feel sometimes I'm like, oh, should I be posting more? Because, you know, I'm also a part of this thing. Like, should I be keeping up my public profile more? So it's just sometimes I feel, you know, I'll post every day for a week and then I won't post for a month. So I feel- Well, it's funny. It's funny you should say that because I literally have a reminder in my phone to Instagram post every (laughs) three days. And then I'm like, when that comes up, I'm like, it can't have had three days already. Like, are you effing kidding me? Cause like, I don't even know what to post about. And then I feel like sometimes I'm an imposter because I'm trying to, they talk about this imposter syndrome, right? Yeah. I I feel like I'm trying to get awareness out there and yet I'm not comfortable going out of my house ball. Like it's just, it's that all the time. (laughs) Yeah. I sit there and I'm like, sometimes when I get messages of people saying like, Oh, thank you so much. And I'm like, I'm like, don't thank me completely. Cause I'm just doing this in my own home. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm, I'm here in this room. I feel like everybody knows this wall and I'm in this room just like, and then after just climbing back into the couch, (laughs) like I'm over this, like I'll take a cute picture and then makeup wipes. And here I go climbing back into the couch. It's so important to realize that though. It's good that we're at the point where we're like, yeah, I posted this and that was not me yesterday. Me yesterday was me in full on sweats all day long. Like I didn't give a shit yesterday. I don't know. It's just, it's crazy that everything becomes a competition. Even if it's trauma, everything becomes a competition and it's so bad. That's why one of my new year's resolutions was like, maybe I just take a break from my personal social media. Cause I hate Facebook. I'm barely on Facebook. I'm thinking about just getting rid of it. But I was thinking about like, it would feel nice to not look at everybody else's lives for a while. You know, like, oh, I was thinking the same thing. Like put the damn phone down, yeah. like put it down. Yeah. 
Damon and I have been playing more games together and like doing more stuff together. And because once again, (laughs) we don't go anywhere, but it's been nice because we will completely forget about our phones and we will just be like playing games together or we love to play zombies together. So we'll be playing zombies together and completely forget about our phones. And it's nice because it's like, we grew up without phones. So we know what it's like to not have phones. We know how great life can be when the competition part is not a part of it, you know? Yeah. When you're just doing you to do you. Yeah. And I even remember with MySpace, I don't ever remember competitiveness. I just remember like, well, the top eight thing was kind of competitive, but everything else, it was just doing a cool site about yourself, you know? And it's just trickled to, oh, well, I want to spread awareness, but I also feel like shit. So how am I supposed to talk about that? (laughs) You know what I mean? How am I supposed to be a person to look up to when I'm laying in bed and crying 24 (laughs) seven? You know what I mean? Yeah. And then there's the haters out there, right? Like if you're spreading awareness and your post goes viral, the amount of hate that comes in the comments is insane. What was the example you were just telling me about there, Paige? What's crazy too is the hate is 98% of the time from people who don't deal with hair loss. Exactly. Which makes sense because they don't know that trauma. But a lot of the people that give hate are basically saying like, I'll read a couple of comments. Hair loss is normalized though. The only people who make it a big deal about it are the people who are bald, but want hair. And I'm, I'm sitting there <laughs> like, what do you mean? What, what are we making a big deal? Like we, we want hair. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm sorry for wanting hair and posting about my hair loss because here's my thought process, right? I've been meaning to do this, but like my personal account has easily become my hair loss account. And if you don't have hair loss, or if you don't want to hear about my hair loss, you can unfollow me. Like you do not need to follow along. That's what I don't understand. If you're annoyed by me talking about this so much, just go away then. You know what I mean? Like if you don't want to hear about this all the time, just go. I will not feel bad. Like just go away. Um, You probably won't even notice. That makes me think of, (laughs) that makes me think of, it's almost like people when they go to a restaurant and they're like, well, I'm never coming back here again. It's like, okay, bye. Or like that part in Jurassic Park, whenever, can't think of the guy's name, but he's like, see, this guy's this person. He's like, see, nobody cares. I'm just like, that's exactly what I Nobody cares. Yes. It's just like, see you later. You don't want to hear about it. Okay. You don't want to hear about our hair loss. Don't listen to our podcast. <laughs> Unfollow us. Don't listen to the podcast. Like, bye. That's what I don't understand too. It's like this girl who posted this, her taking her wig off, right? It went viral, but then everybody in the comments being negative were people who don't have hair loss. Why are you here? Yeah. Why are you here? This video is not intended for you. This video is intended for you to look at it and be like, wow, maybe I should pay attention to that more, but not for you to be an asshole and to be judgmental because that's not something you can give a, an opinion on. You don't know anything about it. You know what I'm saying? And it's not oh, even 100%. like we're doing it for attention either. You know, we're not bald for attention and like, it's not a cry for help. We literally cannot help it. Yes. I just said today in a post I did where I said, I don't love that I'm balding. I do not, I'm not sitting here like mm-hmm. love that I'm balding, but cool bald patches page. Like I'm not in love with it, <laughs> but I have to accept it because if I don't, I'm going to be so miserable and so just done with everything that my life will be ruined. Alopecia will once again take control. So I need to accept it, but I don't love it. I have never loved it. (laughs) 
there are things and, that I like about being bald, like the fact yes. that I can be ready in three and a half minutes a day yes. and I can curl my hair the night before, put it on a stand and put it back on. Yep. But I completely agree. There are benefits to being bald or balding or having a shaved head. Of course, I who who's going to lie about that? But if you love being bald, that's great too. Like, I'm not here to judge you. I, I'm do, I'm being extravagant. Like we're posting this video. I'm like, hello. <laughs> the hands are going. <laughs> yeah, the hands are good. <laughs> We've got her riled, folks. Yeah. We've got her riled. Oh, but it kills me. It's just like, if you don't like it, you can go. And also if you can't understand it or don't want to listen and understand it, why I'm struggling, I don't care. You can go too. Because you commenting rude things or messaging me rude things because I'm body positive or whatever. See, it's not just about hair loss either. It's like posts that I've done about, Hey, I've gained a lot of COVID weight and I'm trying to love myself more, blah, blah, blah. And people are coming to my DMS. Like you're a fat bitch. (laughs) And I'm like, why are you here? Yeah. What is that does not need to be said. And you know, the thing is, is that what the media shows you is like a normal person that is hard to live up to. So what we're trying to do is literally normalize being bald. And for the little kids who are just going bald and just starting their life, we're trying to make this world easier for them and not so difficult. Or somebody who's just losing their hair needs a place to go. Like we didn't have anybody. We didn't have anything. I didn't even have really internet usage when I lost it. So that's true to have a community now and to see it more is just an amazing feeling. Like, I mean, as much as we have to heal, if we can normalize it for even just one person so that they don't have to go through the mental health struggle that we have, that to me is the world. What's so crazy is you almost have to keep reminding people this though, because it's like, just because my online presence is Hey, I love this wig or new wig. This wig is great. Doesn't mean that I'm happy. I struggle with so many things and these last couple of years have been terrible, but if I can escape from my mental health stuff, and if I can post something that I'm feeling and it hits someone where they're like, Oh, I never thought of it like this way. Or they're like, thanks for posting this. And it takes me away from the misery and the mental health issues and the problems I've been having for five seconds, then I'm going to keep doing, you know what I mean? This is not for anyone, but myself. Yeah. Besides obviously it getting to people that need to hear it. You know what I mean? But like me posting what I want to post and me saying what I want to say, like, it's just a public diary for me, basically. Like, this is me just kind of putting it all out there. I have never been like that in my life. This is the first time I've ever been like that. I never used to use Instagram. If you go back on my Instagram, I barely used it. I just would never be open about my issues and everything I went through in life. And then now I am, but people need to realize that this is not my whole life. Like mm-hmm. 90% of my day is not this, <laughs> you know what I mean? Is not this cute wig that I'm wearing. I got other big problems and things in my life going on. So I feel like it's just, it's crazy that people base their lives off of social media. Cause there's a lot of people that do that. Yeah, I agree. You want to talk about the, are you bald enough? You know, with your areata, right? Like yeah. you have patches. So the feeling that some people make you feel I- not bald. I don't remember what episode we talked about it. It's like one or two ago where I said, yeah. I've caught myself having to turn, because most of my ball patches are in the back of my head. 
And then the newest one is on the side of my head. And I felt the need to like turn my head in pictures more to show that I'm bald or balding. Because I'm like, if people see that I have a hairline here, then they're like, oh, what's the problem then? Like you could just walk out like that, but then they don't see all of the other (laughs) stuff. It's just ridiculous because it's like, oh, just because I have my eyebrows and eyelashes and I have bald patches, I feel like I can't speak for the hair loss community. You know what I mean? I feel like I only speak for people with areata and that's it. Like you can't feel, you don't feel like you're a proper representation. That's how I feel sometimes too. Hair loss is not created equal. All of our hair loss is not equal. You know, look at Kristen dealing with what she has been for 20 years now and, you know, mine come and go. I don't have lashes, for instance, on the outside of my eye, on the outer corner, which is why I do the wing a lot because you can't see it. But, you know, I have lashes from basically half over. So it's the weirdest thing, but like everybody else has their eyelashes or doesn't, or I still have to shave my legs and armpits, but nothing else. (laughs) So it's like, I have no hair everywhere else. It's just crazy that they're all different. I think it's important to say too, that, you know, the reason why we're bringing this up is we've gotten comments from people that don't deal with hair loss, but also people in the alopecia community where we've gotten DMs or comments talking about how we're not representing hair loss. And that's Mm -hmm. hurt us because we're only our types of hair loss. And, and that's all we feel like we're able to speak on because I don't want to talk about other types of hair loss if I don't know what it's like to go through it. Right. Um, and or if we get been, something wrong. Yeah. There was a comment. I think it was a while back, probably in the beginning of us doing our podcast where somebody was saying that we all have our eyebrows and that that's not really representing universalis because we all have our eyebrows or our eyebrows are microbladed. And I remember sitting there like, just because that's someone's personal preference doesn't make them less of an alopecia because of that. That made me heated for days. Like it still actually makes me mad and I forgot about it until you said it that I immediately was like triggered. But yeah, it was like, you know, just because it is our personal choice to get our eyebrows microbladed or, you know, that we have eyebrows, you know, should Paige shave off her eyebrows because it's not a proper representation of people with alopecia? Like that's not fair. Right. Like, you know, I wouldn't expect that. Oh, yeah, right. Start plucking because we apparently aren't representing bald enough. I'm like, good for you that you feel comfortable enough. You can go without eyebrows, but I can't. Yeah. I I have no desire to. I was going to say, I will hands down say if I lose my eyebrows and eyelashes, you bet your ass I'm getting microbladed and I'm going to wear lashes. Uh huh. I wear wear fake lashes every day. Yeah. Every day when I didn't have lashes. I prefer. I like myself when I do my eyebrows. Like right now, I have no makeup on and I don't like how my eyebrows look. And that's okay because everybody has personal preferences of what they look like. Like it's not you to judge them for how they want to do because it could make them more comfortable to walk out the door with eyebrows than without. You know what I mean? Exactly, right? Yeah. Yeah. A thousand percent. That just kind of goes back to like a lot of people like to think bravery and, you know, trauma is different just because they had a different experience with bravery and trauma. So like, for instance, that girl that her post went viral, there was a guy on there that was saying something along the lines of taking off your wig in public is not true bravery because true bravery is being in the military. When I read that comment, I sat there and I'm like, how the hell do you think you can get off telling her what her trauma and bravery is when those two are not comparable? (laughs) Yeah, I think Kristen said they were like comparing apples to oranges. And I was like, no, it's actually apples to roast beef. They are completely different things. Like just because just because something traumatic that somebody goes through or anything, any, anything 
that one person goes through, it is not a relative scale. For example, you know, we talk about this all the time. I'm perfectly fine going out in public without my wig on. I'm like, go ahead, look at me. I dare you. But like, you guys aren't as comfortable with it necessarily. And that's fine. Go at your own pace. Whatever you are comfortable with doing, do it. And that stands true for the three of us. There are days where I go to the store, especially in the summer when it's really hot here in PA because it gets really humid. I'm like, you know what? I'm not doing it. I don't care. And I'll just go out without something. But like we were just talking about, you guys can feel like sometimes you could never leave the house like that. And that's fine. You know, like it's just comfort level and it's not one scale. It just makes me so irritated that somebody said that, honestly, like I'm yeah. so mad. <laughs> like, <laughs> And I think another thing to say is I kind of tie these two together too, where if somebody enjoys something or likes something, right, what is it doing to you that's ruining your life. If <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if I enjoy drawing on my eyebrows every day, what is it to you that makes you feel bad? There are so many more platforms and social media people and people to follow that look like you that don't go out with eyebrows, that don't go out with hair that you can follow. If my account makes you uncomfortable because I'm always in wigs or I always have eyelashes on and I like to draw my eyebrows, I'm not the one for you to walk the journey of, you know what I mean? Like there's so many different avenues you can follow other than mine. If you don't like that, I have eyebrows still, or if you don't like that, that Amanda and Kristen have microbladed eyebrows, you don't have to follow them. There's people that don't have microbladed eyebrows. You know what I mean? Exactly. But why do you think that you get to have an opinion on my life? Like this is, this is my life. I don't even know you. And you're coming out of nowhere saying these things. Like, why do you think that's okay? Yeah. Unless I specifically, yeah. In the mirror. Uh huh. Unless I specifically am like, hey guys, I can't decide. What do you think I should do? Yeah. It's none of your business. Yep. Exactly. And it is not your business to stick your nose in somebody else's business either. Yeah. If you're going to be rude and tell someone how they should feel or think or be, then you're not supposed to be there. (laughs) Then that is not a space that you should be occupying because you're just honestly wasting your energy on someone that doesn't want to hear from you perfect example is I just posted our podcast logo on a Reddit stream. Good old Reddit. (laughs) Good old Reddit. And I posted it and I just said, Hey guys, you know, Kristen, Amanda and Paige were friends. We started a podcast. Go ahead and listen. Here's the direct me link basically is what I said. I didn't say anything about anything else. And then a guy came on there and he was like, just shave your head and take roids and go about your day or whatever. And I was like, what is the point? What is the point of you? Who are you and why are you here? <laughs> I yeah. I want to know what his thought process was for the assumption that that comment came to be. Cause I'm like, what do you think we're doing? Do you assume that because we're bald or losing our hair that we're automatically in a transition? There was also another guy like, on there. What? There was also another guy on there that was saying, oh, you know, this is a great idea, but not many women have hair loss. Men do. So, you know, you're not going to reach a lot of the male audience. And I sat there and I was like, actually a huge chunk of women have hair loss. Like I gave them the whole stats. I like, we're just not public about it because we're embarrassed because there is a society standard that we have to have long and flowing locks or be beautiful all the time and have our hair done and nails done and makeup done. So we don't say anything. Yep. Before I knew about the hair loss community, online community, all of it, before I knew about all of you, everyone that I've seen online, I remember 
thinking and not even searching it because I was terrified of what would pop up on my phone. So I was kind of in my own bubble. And I remember saying, I can't shave my head. I'm not a guy. I remember that was literally- That's come across my head before too. I was like, I can't shave my head. I'm not a guy. I'm not going to just get away with this. I remember when I was first losing it as a teenager, I was just like, oh, great. I'm an old, bald male. Just fabulous. And you, you know, what's even more interesting too, is that people automatically assume it too. So I think I've mentioned it before on the podcast, but it was probably last year, at least early last year, there was an instance, there's been more than one instance where I have gone to the hospital for a number of reasons. I'm clumsy. I got sick, whatever. And two years ago, I went to the hospital because I was having a stomach issue and I wasn't sure what the issue was. And I didn't wear my wig because I had woken up, you know, it woke me up at six 30 in the morning out of a dead sleep. I was, you know, kind of like doubled over like silent crying because you know, it hurt that bad. And I went and, you know, I went to go get a CT scan or whatever, some kind of scan. I'm sure the people in the healthcare industry are going to be like, uh, actually it was this, I don't know, it was some kind of scan. And I didn't have anything on my head because I couldn't have anything you know, on no jewelry or anything in the room. And so, you know, when the tech came in, all they saw was my bald head and they're like, how are you doing today, sir? And I'm just like, and they're like, oh, that's what yeah. I'm saying. That right there shows you that people are are used to men being bald, not women. Yeah. 1000% to show you that it's just not normalized for women. And yeah. I don't even think it's normalized for men. So <laughs> not the alopecia part, no, like the male pattern baldness part. Yeah, sure. Yeah. That people know about, but that's also like, you know, aging and stuff like that. This is out of the blue bald. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, folks, this is our chick bit for the day. It's about my homeland. (laughs) So Canada is the second largest country in the world, and the coldest ever recorded temperature was minus 63 degrees Celsius, minus 81 degrees Fahrenheit. Isn't that correct? Did it say when that was? I'm just curious. It it didn't say when. A recent history if it's like in 1783 or something (laughs) it was probably recently probably not because of global warming yeah yeah true yeah that'll probably never happen again that's (laughs) gross barf you know what's funny thinking about global warming is that i saw something online like builders are recreating a second titanic and somebody was like well it's not like they got to worry about an iceberg i'm like (laughs) for real though (laughs) no kidding not wrong there, but you guys know the drill. If you want to get a hold of us, you can email us at thosebaldchicks at gmail.com or you can send us a message on Instagram or Facebook. All the links to everything you guys need are in our directly, which you are able to find in this episode description. Bald back out. <laughs>